My name's Piers. Piers means son of the rock. You don't have to call me that. But it's something worth knowing. Some of you might know me as Natty. Coming from the word Natty Health. Natty Health meaning natural health. Means you and I who take part in healthy lives. So the name of this podcast, Natty Health Conscience. Meaning you and I take part in healthy lives. How we can relate to each other. The things that go on inside of us. All the type of things that go on on the inside of us. Our thoughts and our feelings. And the vibes that we carry. Mum used to say, if you don't hear, you must feel. And I didn't know that applied to things outside of the home. I used to think it only applied to things when I didn't listen to her. Which was true, but if you don't listen in general, you'll miss it. It relates to real life. In life, if you're doing too much talking, you're probably going to be doing too much feeling. And that's what started to happen. When you don't hear, you must feel. So I started to shut up. Started to listen. Started to pay attention to my surroundings. The things that were coming into my ears. The things that were in my presence. And that's when I became conscious. Conscious enough that other people could wake me up. I could read a Bible and it would wake me up. I could read a book and it would wake me up. I could watch a movie and it would wake me up. But before, and some of you will understand this, you'd watch something, read something, it just doesn't do anything. It doesn't spark anything inside. Probably because I was too chatty patty. Too focused and concerned about me and doing what I want to do. Rather than sitting down and listening. If you don't hear, you must feel. Sit down and listen. So I sat down and listened. You know, I remember the days being young. I'd fall asleep in church. And I fell asleep in church because I found it boring. I found it boring. Until one day I was nodding off and I looked up and I saw my face on the camera and thought, never again do I want to get caught on camera. Looking like I ain't part of the clan. Looking like I don't want to be there. And I thought that was just me. I thought it was just me the whole time. And I realised everybody's the same. Everybody's turning up every weekend thinking, I don't want to be the difference. I don't want to stand out for the wrong reasons. I'm too afraid to make mistakes. Too afraid to be themselves. That's something I observed in church. And then I started to wake up even more and realise it's not just church. Happens in the real world. 
Everywhere everyone goes, they never turn up themselves. Only those who are confident and had enough information to understand that being themselves is the only thing they can be. And being someone else isn't actually being someone else. Being someone else is being a slave to the system. Then I started to realize the world is just the same. Every time you turn up somewhere, high school, college, university, new working place, new country, you're never originally yourself. It's like your cat. Move your cat to a different location and see how they react. They're not themselves. This is just what happens. We turn up to places and we're not ourselves. And then we slowly start to come out of our shelf. We slowly start to come out of ourselves. It's a bit like gym. You go to the gym, you're never really yourself. And then you settle in, you get to know the people, and then things start to change. But you hope that it changes for the better and not for the worst. So your places in your environment can change you, but it can also make you a prisoner. You don't want to be a prisoner to anything. Unless it's good, of course. I don't mind being a prisoner to love. I don't mind being a prisoner to good. So when you're listening to this, understand that that is my intention. When I make these podcasts, it's to spread love, to spread good, and to spread my own truth. Because we all live out our own truths. But the last thing you want to do is be a prisoner. And what I mean by that, I'll give you some examples. You can enter university. You can tread water carefully. And then you can decide, I can be, I'm gonna be something else just to fit in. And then you decide to fit in and before you know, it captures you. And you find yourself doing things that you wouldn't usually do. And before you know it, you've become someone else. You've become a prisoner of that system. You'll go to church. You'll do whatever you need to do to fit in, impress people. Before you know it, you're doing it every Sunday. Four times on one day, on one Sunday, all to fit in. You become a prisoner of church. You go to the gym. At first you're yourself. You're there to let off self-esteem and just train. And as time goes and confidence grows, you get caught up in everything that you wasn't there for in the first place. You start focusing more on your attire than actually on yourself. You're there to build yourself, not your wardrobe. And before you know it, you become a prisoner of the social system and gym where you feel you have to act a certain way, carry yourself a certain way, dress a certain way in order to keep up with the Joneses in gym. When really and truly, if you're packing a great physique, it doesn't matter what you put on, you look good anyway. 
It doesn't matter what camera angle you do, you look good anyway. It's as simple as. All you tend to realise is, is when you become a prisoner of these systems, it's when you're out of these systems what really shows who you really are. So when you graduate from university, who are you now? Who are you now without your posse? Without your friends? Without money? Who are you now? Without the paparazzi? Government closes down churches. Who are you now? Do you about to pray? Do you about to keep your faith? Dream out to get through life and hard times. Do you remember the scriptures? Who are you now? They close down your gyms. Who are you now? Have you bought weights? Have you made a home gym? Have you made it work? What do you miss? Do you really miss the gym? Or do you miss the attention? Who are you now? When they strip everything away from you. These things start off small, but then they progress and control you. Starts to dictate your life. Keep your eyes open and keep listening. If you don't hear, you must feel. If you don't have your glasses on, you won't see. Life is always preparing you for what you are about to go through. So here we are in 2021. What do you think life's preparing you for? What do you think 2020 prepared you for? Stripped everything away from you, took away your income, took away your happiness, took away your livelihood. What do you think is preparing you for? I remember having one of the most worst racial encounters before going to uni. I'm not going to go into too much detail. But I was going to get killed because of my skin colour in 2014. That was the threat. It was a little threat. I doubt I was going to get killed because of my skin colour. But little did I know it was preparing me. Because when I went to uni, I experienced also some racial encounters. But in my head, they were nothing compared to what I experienced before uni. So life's always preparing you for the next thing. Life is always preparing you for the next thing. When I was in uni and I experienced racism, it wasn't even from students. <laughs> That's the joke of it. It wasn't even from students. What the universal God does is he shows you light in every situation. A 
And what he does is he takes the very thing that might have made you vex and angry the most, the very thing that might have hurt your feelings the most, the very thing that starts to change who you are, that makes you a bitter, angry person, disgusted person, makes you something that you are not. You might have an encounter in the gym and you decide you hate everyone in gyms. So when I had my encounter, it started to slowly change me inside and God came through and said, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you the biggest breakthrough in your life. Associated with the same people that you have bitter taste for because of what you went through. And wow, he brings a man to my attention. Manager of a gym. Who tries to help me recover my stolen phone. (laughs) Stereotypically, I'm not always impressed because my two racial encounters I had at university, he fit the bill. He could be just like them, but he was far from it. He was far from it. Six foot two, Caucasian, covered in tattoos and piercings. You'd think, here we go again, that he doesn't like me. But here he is, trying to help me recover my phone. Here he is capturing CCTV footage to give to Babylon to recover my stolen phone from Jim. There there he is sitting there saying, you seem like a good kid. What is it you want to do with your life? Here he is saying, you should come work here. You'd be a good trainer. And I'm thinking, what? This same guy who fits the bill like the other racist guys is here wanting to give me a job. Doesn't even know me. Saying I should come and work here. Don't even have the job yet. This same guy's ringing me up saying the job's yours. Start when you're ready. This same guy saying I will clean up. Saying I'd be a successful personal trainer and I'd be successful at anything in life. And I say, why? He says, because you got it, man. You got it together. You got the mindset. You got the drive. You got the determination. You can do it. Wow. He saw something in me that I didn't. That changed me, man. Ever since then, I said, do you know what I want to do? I want to help as many people as possible. I want to help as many people as possible and I want to be just like him someone who breaks the stereotype he broke the stereotype for me ever since then I will never ever stereotype a racist they come in all shapes and forms I will never stereotype a racist because of him and hopefully because of me you will never stereotype all the titles that come with me 
or anyone who looks like me or anyone who dresses like me or anyone who represents anything I represent. Some people want to control you because they're intimidated by those who act with a heart because it reflects badly on them. Once I got a chance, I realized who I really was. Once I got that breakthrough, I realized who I really was. And I started going. I started going for it. I started working in the gym. I started killing it. Running classes, packed classes, fully booked. Every week, killing it, killing it, killing it. Before I knew it, I just had this buzz around my name. There's a new guy in town. There's a buzz around my name. I could feel it in the atmosphere. And I started to thrive off that feeling. So what I would do is I'd start walking home from gym and I'd get on Instagram and I would start talking about my life. I would start fellowshipping with people online. I would start reasoning with people online. I'd talk to the screen and I would talk my heart. And I would talk all the things that I believed to be good. All about my day. All the things that I believed to be good about life. And I would encourage others to focus on good. I would encourage others to keep going. I would encourage others to hang in there. You're doing just fine. And the reason why I started doing this is because I realized not everybody has the perspective that you have. The way people would react is as if I was some miracle talker. And I was thinking, doesn't everybody know this? I'd wake up to messages saying, thanks for your words last night, it really helped me with X, Y, and Z. Few guys stopped me in the street, said I saw what you said last night. And I really respect it. I think the same thing, but I've never been brave enough to speak about it. And I realized it was a sign. It was a sign that I should be doing this. I should be speaking to people on a regular. People come to you for your gift. They don't come to you for you. I realized that the only way I was going to be successful was to exercise my gift. Because if I want people to come to me for training, I've got to show them that I have a gift and not try to be likable but try to offer them my gift at a reasonable price. And that reasonable price is with love. And when you don't do things with love, there's a price to pay. If you're not plugged into helping others, you're missing out. It's a great feeling. I want this feeling more and more. You want this feeling more and more. So here we are. 
Nighthouse Conscience. Let's talk.